Hello everyone, this is Cody Brown from Cody Brown Reflections with this week's podcast episode. Um, I, I know I haven't been posting daily a lot lately and I think that the best option is going to be to do weekly. Um, and I'm looking at uh, Friday night being the best night to do that. Uh, so that's that's kind of how things are changing and I, I hate to do that because I really did enjoy posting on a daily basis but I think... Uh, you know, posting weekly instead of daily will help me, you know, get more together um, to be able to do more stuff and to make this uh, more valuable and more uh, of a learning experience for all of us. So, I have my uh, ESV verse-by-verse reference Bible in my hand. And uh, I typically use my journaling Bible as well. Um, done a review of that on the YouTube channel. Uh, so I have my primary use Bibles that I have. Um, you know, my daily reader is my Holman Christian Standard Bible. A large print personal size. So you can take this pretty much anywhere when you read it. Um, my ESV large print journaling Bible, single column. And... Uh, you know, I take this, you know, I'm thinking about preaching out of it Sunday. So I think that'll be uh, something rather interesting to do there. And then I've got my ESV verse-by-verse reference. So I've got my daily uses. Um, and, you know, I, as a preacher, I spend a lot of time in Bible study. In Bible study and Bible reading. They are uh, equal with each other. And I got to thinking, you know, when we look at the world around us, and, uh, you know, we see uh, so many people that can't give a reason for why they believe what they believe, and they just, they don't really study the Bible in a deep and meaningful way. Uh, yeah, they can read the Bible from cover to cover like it's nobody's business. Um... But, you know, to look at a passage and to really break it down uh, is not something that you see uh, very often. Which is why I'm doing this uh, two-part series as a part of the uh, Reflections podcast. And I think this is something well worthy and well notable for the uh, Reflections podcast because here we encourage... Bible study, and we encourage accurate Bible study, and so we want to, you know, to look at that, and uh, and and to really, uh, you know, consider those things. So, there's not really a, a passage of scripture that kind of made me think about this. Like I said, it's just looking out into the world and. And, uh, you know, and seeing things like that. So, my first uh, part, and I think doing it this way is going to make it easier to to build on to. I want to cover the mistakes made in Bible study before I cover how to make Bible study more effective. Um, For the simple fact that uh, if we start with the ways to improve Bible study, 
uh, we can still, you know, consider some other things as, well, I'm just aiding myself. We can consider some aids um, to be equal with what I will suggest in the, uh, you know, in the next episode. And we will consider those things and we will think, well, there's nothing wrong with these things because uh, he encouraged this. And so I want to cover the mistakes before I cover the ways to improve it. Because uh, I think that uh, if we can learn from our mistakes and try to take care of the mistakes early on, you know, we're we're good. We're good to go. So the first thing that you're going to need for Bible study is obviously a Bible. Um, I have several Bibles from several different translations, and I uh, I try to use some of I try to use all of them. Because what I will do is, especially the, you know, difference in translations, we look at, um, you know, well, how did this translation committee translate this, and how did that, you know, how did that affect the reading, what's the purpose of this translation, things like that. Uh, there's a lot to be said about, uh, you know, translations, and I may do a uh, episode on that uh, one day. But the first thing that you're going to need is a Bible, and I would recommend a Bible that uh, that you can read, kind of the translation philosophy that you can read. Um, we're not biased to any translation here at the Cody Brown Reflections, um, but I will suggest that um, you look at a word-for-word -word translation as opposed to a thought-for-thought -thought translation. And a word-for-word -word translation is just simply a translation that says, hey, here's one Greek word, so we're going to try our best to give it one English word that corresponds to it, and they're going to try to give it the best English word. Um, and then thought-for-thought -thought is, you know, okay, so here's this paragraph. Now let's translate that uh, to give it thought and meaning. So, uh, you know, I would stay with word-for-word -word translations uh, as far as that's concerned. So that's all I want to say about Bible, Bibles and Bible translations right now. I do want to get into kind of the mistakes that are made um, in Bible study. So we have our Bible. We have, you know, one of, one of my Bibles that, uh, that I'm using. And we have it open up to a passage. And I just happened to open up to Psalm 104. <coughs> and uh, so I'm reading, you know, Psalm 104. And I come across a passage that I don't understand. So first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to go to an outside source to let them tell me what this passage means. Um, and what I mean by an outside source, outside source is... Uh, something like a study Bible. I keep an ESV study Bible on hand. Um, Bible commentaries. Uh, um, uh, the keyword study Bible. I have, you know, just... You go to sermons that your favorite preacher preached or something like that. Because they can never preach anything wrong. <laughs> is kind of the attitude that you have. Um, so we, the first thing is going to outside sources first, 
Now, don't misunderstand me here. I'm going to mention something in the next episode about outside sources, but the first thing that you do, the first thing that, you know, people do that should not be done is to look to outside sources immediately. Um, Second thing is they have the attitude that the Bible can't be understood unless someone tells you how to understand it. Um, So, you know, if the preacher says it, it's good enough for me. Um, if my parents say it, it's good enough for me, you know, so on and so forth. And not really doing the work yourself. You just, you know, depending on someone to interpret the Bible for you. When salvation is a personal, uh, kind of experience. Uh, you know, when, when God is a God of relationships, that means that you are going to have to do your part in the relationship. So you have to take responsibility, uh, just like God has done to make the relationship possible. And so, you know, just depending on someone else is not good Bible study. Um, And then finally, after going to outside sources and uh, depending on someone else, um, the third mistake made in Bible study is just that we don't want to dig deep ourselves. We're too afraid of the text to sit here and to ponder it and to think about it ourselves. Um, so laziness. Laziness to do the work yourself. Uh, that's common in the religious world. And I think the other two... Uh, Mistakes are kind of uh, adding to that. You know, we can go to this outside source because they're smart and it seems like they know what they're talking about. Uh, you know, I, I like what the the way my preacher explains this passage and so I'm going to, you know, believe his explanation or, you know, or whatever. Um, and then, you know, since they feel like they're getting enough from those two things, it's like, well, I don't have to do anything myself. And that's... Uh, that's the biggest problem is, you know, getting the attitude that you don't need to do anything for yourself and not making time to do anything for yourself, which would be a fourth mistake, uh, is just simply not making the time and effort uh, to do the work required for Bible study. Um, So, you know, these four mistakes, if they can be fixed very early on before you even pick up a Bible... Uh, <coughs> I think that we can benefit from, you know, just pure scriptural Bible study, um, which is what I encourage. Uh, you know, just studying the text for what it is and taking it for what it is and uh, be willing to accept what it says regardless of, you know, whatever preconceived notions you may have. Uh, you know, but you it takes time. Uh, and then the fifth thing, and I know I said finally, but fifth thing, and this will be the final thing, is allowing our theological bias to get in the way. You know, uh, you know, you come from a Baptist background, you come from a Methodist background, you come from a Church of Christ background. Um, you know, just letting that bias get in the way because not everything that, you know, your fellow church members say is correct. Um, 
I've run into that experience way too many times. It's better to just look at the Bible for yourself and, you know, and take the time to do it without any bias. And now, and that's that's kind of the hardest thing to do is to take out all the bias because we're in such a fast-paced world and we're so used to, you know, what our parents believe, what our grandparents believe, what our preachers preach. We're so used to that that it's hard to remove the bias. Um, but, you know, the encouragement will always be to remove the bias. So I hope these five mistakes are, you know, are, are relevant. And I hope that, uh, you know, you pick up on these things before you do your Bible study. And then we will come back next week and look at uh, ways that we can improve our Bible study. So until then, I'm Cody Brown from Cody Brown Reflections. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening in, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much, and God bless. Bye-bye.